0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Postal Service is moving to crack down on a surge in counterfeit postage. OMB is looking to update the federal grant-making process. And the white house takes steps to defend federal agency data from the power of future quantum technology those stories and more in today's federal newscast it's thursday february 16th 2023 welcome to today's episode of the federal newscast i'm peter masurlian The FAA says it's created new safeguards to prevent a repeat of the IT failure that ground the nationwide air traffic network to a halt last month, but it'll still be another two years before the aging system at the root of the problem is fully replaced. The agency's acting director says about 80% of FAA's customers have moved to a new, more resilient system for what's called Notices to Air Missions, or NOTAMs. But the 30-year-old system that failed last month and still serves the Department of Defense won't be fully phased out until 2025. At a Washington rally, Environmental Protection Agency employees raised concerns about understaffing. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman was there. EPA workers gathered outside agency headquarters to voice frustrations over pay and stopping levels. Union leaders say despite increasing workloads, EPA's workforce is 20% below what it was during the Clinton administration. Council 238 of the American Federation of Government Employees is the bargaining unit representing close to 8,000 EPA workers. Marie Owens Powell is the council president. We are facing a staffing crisis. We need to not only hire new staff, but the bigger problem from our point of view is retaining the staff that we have. We simply cannot afford to have that wealth of knowledge walk out the door. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Postal Service is cracking down on what it calls a surge in counterfeit postage. USPS is proposing a rule that would allow items shipped with counterfeit postage to be considered abandoned. That would allow the agency, at its discretion, to open and dispose of mail or packages that fall under this criterion. USPS is giving the public until March 18th to comment on the proposed rule. USPS returns items to the sender if they use an insufficient amount of a legitimate postage to send mail or packages. The second draft of a much-anticipated government-wide contract is almost ready. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The General Services Administration is close to publishing the second draft solicitation for the Oasis Plus Professional Services Multiple Award Contract. Tiffany Hickson, the Assistant Commissioner for the Office of Professional Services and Human Capital Categories at GSA, says the response to the first draft RFP has been extraordinary. We received over 2,000 comments and questions along with, there was a survey that went along with that. I think we received about 600 responses, so we're getting ready to publish feedback. Hickson says GSA also will be hosting an industry day after releasing the second draft RFP in March. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The policies governing the federal grant-making process are in line to be updated. The Office of Management and Budget is asking for feedback from agencies, grant recipients, and other stakeholders for possible revisions to Title II of the Code of Federal Regulation. OMB issued a request for information asking for feedback around four main areas including how to revise the guidance to reduce agency and recipient burden and how to rewrite certain sections in plain English, improve flow, and address inconsistent use of terms. Responses to the RFI are due by March 13th. OMB expects to complete the revisions of 2 CFR by December. The White House takes steps to defend federal agency data from the power of future quantum technology. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The National Cyber Director's Office sent agencies new guidance this week on inventorying high-value IT systems that could transition to quantum-resistant cryptography. The forthcoming National Cyber Strategy will also feature a strong stand on quantum technology, says Dylan Pressman, the Director for Budget and Assessment in the Office of the National Cyber Director. Both from the, you know, this is going to have amazing transformational qualities for our society, amazing opportunities, but also we do need to take these steps to secure ourselves from our adversaries. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Biden administration is looking to a familiar face to put tens of billions of dollars to good use at the IRS. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Danny Werfel, President Joe Biden's pick for IRS commissioner, tells the Senate Finance Committee he's focused on getting the IRS to answer more phone calls and shrink a growing tax gap. Werfel served as acting IRS commissioner under the Obama administration. He says the IRS needs to put some of the $80 billion received under the Inflation Reduction Act to make the agency more accessible to taxpayers with questions. There has to be... An objective to meet taxpayers where they are. If they can't afford the resources to help them navigate, how can the IRS do more to answer their questions? Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. You're listening to the Federal Newscast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. The Defense Information Systems Agency, or DISA, says it's finished with the prototype phase of its Thunderdome Zero Trust project. DISA Deputy Director Chris Barnhurst says the agency spent about a year in testing and operational assessment, which wrapped up in January. Thunderdome uses security capabilities such as Secure Access Service Edge and software-defined wide-area networks. Thunderdome currently has about 1,600 users at multiple locations across DISA. Barnhurst says the next step in the process will be follow-on production contracts as DISA continues to expand the program. The Government Accountability Office will expand its Center for Enhanced Cybersecurity this year. CEC Assistant Director Wes Coyle told a group at an FCW NextGov Zero Trust workshop that the jobs will be posted on USAjobs.gov in the near future. The center currently has 38 specialists working on cybersecurity audits but needs to expand to meet its workload. The center wants to hire new auditors with a wide span of cybersecurity and software skills who can be trained to evaluate security systems and make recommendations for improvement. The Office of Personnel Management is laying out goals and progress for advancing diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. In a first-of-its-kind DEIA report, OPM previews some upcoming initiatives, like employee training opportunities for accessibility, as well as gender and racial equity. OPM also outlined efforts already underway, including the creation of a chief diversity officer's executive council, a new DEIA index in the Federal Employee Viewpoint Survey, and efforts to expand gender-affirming care in the Federal Employees Health Benefits Program more than 100 agencies have been onboarded into the next generation background investigation services system that's according to the latest update from the security suitability and credentialing performance accountability council the next generation inbis it system is central to trusted workforce 2.0 reforms aimed at speeding up personnel vetting and security clearance processes the defense counterintelligence and security agency is in charge of developing inbis The agency plans to continue scaling the number of clearance cases that are entered into the system this year. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, February 16, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.